Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Friends from Football, a weekly NFL show within the Friends from Work network, hosted by yours truly, Kyle Skonowell. Today is going to be a unique and short episode. I am going to be out of town Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of this week, so I'm having to record this on a Monday. So some of week three is not even finished yet, and one of my bets is not finished yet. So also, I haven't turned the page to week four yet. I'm not sure what my best bets are going to be. I'm going to keep that tradition going. So I will post my best bets on social media at Kyle Skonowill, K-Y-L-E-S-C-H-O-N-E-W-I-L-L. But I can't post them here because I can't update the Rams game and I haven't gotten a chance to look at week four yet. So let me first say quickly, as a positive briefly, I am going on a bucket list, once-in-a-lifetime, epic golf trip starting tomorrow that I planned six months ago with my family that's going to be unbelievable. I am going into enemy territory in Wisconsin, and I am playing the top three golf courses in Wisconsin in three days, three consecutive days. So Tuesday, I'm playing Whistling Straits. Wednesday, I am playing Mammoth Dunes at Sand Valley. And Thursday, I'm playing Aaron Hills. So that's a positive in my life, which is sorely needed because as a fan of the Seattle Mariners, they have a 10-game stretch here to prove that they belong in the playoffs, and they started 0-3, losing to the team they're competing with, the Texas Rangers. And I never once, ever, foresaw the Vikings starting 0-3. I am genuinely shocked. I am stunned. I'm in pain. I am heartbroken. I have way too much on these games emotionally, and it wrecks my week when the Vikings lose, and so it's harder to come on this podcast and talk to y'all when I don't want to because the Vikings are losing, and it's frustrating, and I never saw this being an outcome, and so this is just a heartbroken fan morning today. So... I say this every week, but every week the NFL tries to prove that it's the craziest league of all time and that it truly is any given Sunday. How about the Miami Dolphins scoring 70 points? 70. Let me repeat that. Miami Dolphins scored 70 points against the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos scored 20 points and lost by 50. 
That is truly insane. Also, as a quick tangent, for those of you who didn't see this game, the Miami Dolphins actually had a chance to break the NFL record for most points scored, which is 72. The Dolphins were in field goal range and elected to kneel instead of kicking the field goal. I totally disagree with that decision. The Dolphins kind of came out and said, well, we didn't want to humiliate anybody. Well, guess what? You already humiliated the Broncos. Trust me. Ask any Broncos fan. They're already humiliated with 70 points. So I don't think taking that extra field goal changes anything for the Broncos. I don't think they see that as, you know, evil that you went for the record. But now if the Dolphins don't win the Super Bowl, they don't have that history, that that record. Like if you're a Dolphins player and you scored the most points of all time, you can tell your kids about that, your grandkids about that forever. Even if you don't win a Super Bowl, you will always have that record of scoring the most points. So I totally disagree not giving them that record. Like the other players are adults. They can get over it. Take the record, or at least try for it once you're that close. I understand that at like 40 maybe, but once you're at 63 points or something like that, like you gotta, you gotta just go for it <laughs> in my opinion. But dude, everything I think I know, I don't know. I thought the Cowboys were unbeatable. They got dominated by the Arizona Cardinals. How about the Houston Texans beating the Jaguars by 20 points? Seems like that's one area I maybe got correct and that we were a little premature in crowning the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know what's happening tonight, so this could be wrong, but the Bengals have a serious chance at being 0-3. How about the Titans getting absolutely destroyed by the Browns? The 2-0 Commanders losing 37-3 to the Buffalo Bills. The Baltimore Ravens lost to the Gardner Minshew Colts. How do you explain this stuff? How do you explain this? The Chiefs were up 41 to 0 on the Bears. Well, that I could probably explain. This was the week of the blowout. Blowouts almost never happen in the NFL. And we had a bunch of them this week. It's just, it, it's, I'm one in three on my bets so far from last week, which will bring me back to a sub 500 record. I thought the Seahawks and Carolina game would be such a slog. Instead, it was 37 to 27. So tons of points. They went way over. Low-key, that offense for the Panthers probably moves the ball better with Andy Dalton than Bryce Young. And that's not a slight on Bryce Young. He's a rookie. But where they're at in their current stages of their career, they're probably a more potent offense with Andy Dalton. That's who the Vikings play next week. So this is all a perfect transition for me to just quick rant. I need to vent about my Minnesota Vikings for a second. I don't know what to think. I don't know how I could be this wrong on the result but feel okay about the process. It's so weird. The Minnesota Vikings in 2023 are the exact inverse, exact inverse of the 2022 Minnesota Vikings. In 2022, the Vikings went 13 and four with all 13 of their wins being pretty close, fairly close. Every single time the game came down to the wire, the Vikings would make a play and they won every one of those games. In their losses, they got absolutely destroyed last year. I think they lost 40-3 to against the Cowboys. They got blown out against Green Bay, at Green Bay. So there was so much talk about how the 2022 Vikings are, are lucky and they're not a good DVOA team and they have a negative point differential. But people would say, well, at some point, you are what your record is. Like at some point, they still have 13 wins. This year, for those of you not following along, has been the exact inverse. 
So on one hand, every single time we've had a chance to win the game on a last minute play, we've lost every single game this, this year. But all of our losses have been close. We haven't been blown out at all. We're actually a good DVOA team. We've only lost by 12 points in three games. So we're not getting blown out now, but we're not winning the close ones. It feels exactly inverse of last year. The only part that I don't buy that I get frustrated is that there are a faction of people that say, well, the Vikings were so lucky last year. That's why they have to regress to the mean. They'll get less luck this year. And that's what's happening. Look, there's a little bit of that. That's true. Yes, it's lucky that Josh Allen fumbled on his own one and the Vikings score a touchdown. But what people forget is that it was kind of unlucky that we didn't score on a QB sneak the play before by inches. It was not lucky that we came back and beat the commanders last year. It was not lucky that we walked off Detroit earlier in the year. Yeah. Detroit gave us a break by missing a field goal, but it wasn't lucky that we went down the field and scored. We beat the Arizona Cardinals last year by eight. Our kicker missed the extra point to go up by nine. Was that a lucky win? Cause it was one score. I just don't think the Vikings were as lucky as people thought last year. So I don't think the regression should be as unlucky as it is now. The Minnesota Vikings are the most unlucky team that I can ever remember through three games. They are literally in every one of these games with a chance to win. And it's, it's just stuff that's hard to explain. It almost feels supernatural. Like somebody from the Minnesota Vikings did something to a burial ground that they need to reverse. It sometimes literally feels like we're cursed. The Vikings are up on the charges last night and Justin Herbert on third and 17 with like six minutes left in the game rolls out to his left, throws across his body to the middle of the field for a completion of 20 yards for a first down on the next play. They take a shot at the end zone. The ball is underthrown, and a Caleb Evans, the DB for the Vikings dives and has a total chance at a pick. He gets both hands on the ball it goes right through his hands. It hits him in the helmet, bounces up in the air, and goes for a Chargers touchdown. So let's just look at that for a second. If the Vikings had normal luck, that's an interception. The Vikings are now up with the ball, and they can run their six-minute offense, kill some time, and hopefully get some points. And we had been running the ball well all day to the tune of like 125 yards, 450 yards again of total offense. So... I have no doubt they would have been able to move the ball a little bit, take some time off, and you had the lead for basically the first time in like two and a half games. Instead, not only is it not interception, why could it not have just been an incompletion? Make the Chargers take more time and try to score. Instead, it bounces off his helmet, goes for a touchdown. Let's look at the first drive of the game. The Vikings stop the Chargers, force a punt, the Vikings run like four or five running plays that go for a bunch of yards. The run game's looking really effective. It comes down to the first third and eight of the game. Cousins converts to TJ Hawkinson, and TJ has the ball stripped from him. He's just standing there, and the ball's ripped out of his hands. It's not a huge collision. It's not anything out of the normal other than how in the world are you fumbling after all the emphasis on fumbling, and you just let the ball get tripped out of your hands. That took points away. So it's the same story. Like, we have no problem moving the ball and yet it still leads to no points. And at the end of the game, first and goal from the six, 10 seconds left. Kirk throws one as hard as he can to TJ again. 
and he throws it to the outside shoulder away from the defender so that it's either a touchdown or an incompletion. Somehow the ball goes through TJ's hands. It would have been a contested catch, but it's right there in his hands. It bounces off his hands, goes up in the air, and is intercepted. Like, why could that not have just been an incomplete pass? It's just, at this point, it's getting really hard to explain. I mean, that was a walk-off win right there. And we'd be 1-2 and two facing Carolina next week. I just cannot tell if the Minnesota Vikings are just unlucky and we can still turn it around. Like that luck is bound to regress and come back to being somewhat normal luck or we're bad. I don't know. Are we bad? We're in every game with a chance to win at the end. But just like I said, at some point, I guess people are going to start saying, well, you are what your record is. Like, I mean, are we going to start two and five? Are we going to start zero and five at some point? You're going to dig such a big hole that you won't be able to get out of it. So I just, I, I, I'm, I'm hurting. I can't figure it out. I don't understand how I never saw them going 0-3 and definitely not in this way. I think they have the coaches and players in the building to turn it around as a positive. Cousins is playing out of his mind. For those of you who don't know, he leads the league in yards. He leads the league in touchdowns. He only has two picks. He's third in, or fourth in the league in passer rating. We have the number one receiver in the NFL leading the league in receiving yards. We have the number one sack getter in the NFL, and we are 0-3. It is so bizarre. I'm living in bizarre world. I, I, I can't explain it. Again, this is so raw because the game was yesterday. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Part of me still thinks they're going to turn it around. There's still time. You still have to play every game, like I just said, any given Sunday. So we could lose to the Panthers. That's not a given. But we could also win four in a row. That's not a given. So I really hope they can get some of their defensive line stuff shored up. Uh, you know, getting Marcus Davenport back would help on the defensive line. I really need the right guard to be replaced at Ingram. And Dalton Reisner was signed. So he wasn't ready to play this week, but I'm thinking he's going to play next week. So maybe that will get shored up. The skill position players, the quarterback, some of the DBs are all playing really, really well. Ivan Pace Jr. at linebacker is playing really well. Cam Bynum's having a great season at safety. Our skill position players are awesome. Jordan Addison's a huge addition. Um, we're not having a hard time moving the ball. We had some pretty bland and porous play calling in the red zone. We went one for four in the red zone. Can some of that play calling get a little more creative in the red zone? It's just, it, it seems like, something supernatural is against them right now. And I just hope we can throw the monkey off our back there. I mean, I just don't think we're on the same level as like the 0-3 Bears or 0-3 Broncos giving up 70 points. Like, I just don't think that's us. I just need them to start playing uh, like in the margins, tiny bit better, do a little bit more on the smallest things and the season can turn around. But I don't know. I don't know if we're unlucky or if we're bad or if we're both or we're good and we're going to win some games. I... I just don't know. I don't know. The NFL is hard to figure out. There's a lot of stuff that happened this week that I just watch and go, how are the Cardinals beating the Cowboys? How? I, I, Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is beating the Cowboys. Nobody could score on that defense. Nobody could move the ball on the defense. And then Josh Dobbs is the one that can move the ball on the defense? Think about that for one second, everyone. Everyone just pause where you're at and think about that. Absolutely absurd. So, look... This podcast is a lot harder to do if the Vikings keep losing. Like, this is not what I was intending, just to being totally honest. I have some 
awesome Vikings connections lined up, ready to go. But I don't want to bring them on if we keep losing. Like, I want to bring them on after wins. And it's some really cool people that I want you guys to get to know. Um, but they got to start winning some games. So I'm going to post my five bets this week on social media. I haven't gotten a chance to look yet. I'm either going to be one and four or two and three from this week, which will bring me right back to 500. Um, hoping to learn a little bit more about these teams so we can start having a better record as we go along this season. Um, like I said, I'm frustrated. I'm hurting, hoping to bring on some more guests soon. Thanks for bearing with me on this short week. Hey, I'm going to go golfing. I'm going to go play whistling freaking straights. So that's my silver lining right now. I'm going to escape from football for a little bit and uh, play some incredible golf. Hopefully go low. Hopefully the rain holds off. And shout out to all my Wisconsin listeners. Excited to visit your beautiful state. Thanks for listening. We'll be back here next week, hopefully with a longer and more positive episode. Uh, I appreciate all you guys. I'd love to hear how you're feeling. How are your teams doing? How's your fantasy team doing? Any thoughts on the NFL thus far? Any concerns, questions? Hit me up on social media. Hit me up on the FFW podcast Discord channel. I'd love to hear from all of you. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time right back here on Friends from Football.